Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. It's important that when we do the work of an evangelist, when we think of our family members and friends and neighbors and co-workers who are unbelievers, who are not worshipers of God, we must recognize that there is no state of indifference. We call this the myth of neutrality. Neutrality is not a viable, possible option. If they're not lovers of God, then the word teaches that they are haters of God, that they hate him. And it is important that we love them, but at the same time, we strip them of their lies and their tactics to hide and suppress the truth. That's one of the best ways that we can love people is to not let them continue and get away with lies, but for them to see plainly the truth. We must help them realize that they are responsible and that right now they are actively, currently, presently under the just wrath of God. And that if they do not repent and believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, they will die in their sins. And they will stand before the great judgment seat of God. And they will be without an apologia. Without an apologetic. Without an argument. Without a defense. Without an excuse. See, on the one hand, we must love our neighbor. And the best way to love our neighbor is to give to them the most precious thing we possess, which is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. But in our love for our neighbor, we must also remember that as we do the work of preaching and evangelism, we must also, first and foremost, love our God. I remember that Stacy Craft once said in a sermon that the gospel is not only the means of salvation for the lost, but that it is also the defense of God. That people are constantly and continually lying about our God. And in the gospel, what we're saying is this. We're saying, here's the free offer of salvation. Please receive it. And we're saying, shut your mouth and stop lying about my God. He's not the way you say he is. You say he's cruel. He sent his son to die. You say that that he has a low standard, that he's not holy and perfectly righteous and that he'll give you a free pass. He is holy, holy, holy. You're lying. And there's a sense in which we must love the unbeliever and we must preach the gospel so that if God would be gracious, they might come to saving faith in Jesus. And there's another sense in which we must perform the ministry of David when he stood before Goliath and he said, how dare you, you uncircumcised Philistine. Today, I will use your own sword and cut off your head and I will feed your carcass 
to the birds. You have defied the armies of the living God. In a few moments, your flesh will be excrement on the windshields of people driving by. You don't get to judge God. You don't get to defy him. I love you, but my first allegiance is to him. And we can talk about this, and I will present for you the gospel as a means, the only means of salvation. But I will not tolerate your lies, and I will not allow you to use them. And I will not pretend to come down to some neutral plane where we reason with one another. There's no reasoning with a dead man. He is dead in his sins. He must be reborn. He must be granted by grace, resurrection, life. And the gospel, not reason, but the gospel is the only power of God for salvation. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick. Before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.